I'm Bianca, and I'm Gen Z. I'm Molly, a millennial. I am Arnisha, Generation X. And I'm Micah, the Boomer. We, we are, are Day Talk. Talk. Four women, four generations, and four unique points of view. Hi, this is Dame Micah, and this is 2021. It's a new year, and um, I think a lot of people, and, and the feeling I get from most of my friends, family, and just what I see, what I read, is that everyone's hopeful for 2021. They're happy to see 2020 behind us, um, and I think that hope alone, sure. yeah, right? It's like we see the light, right? Even yeah. if it's not for another couple mm-hmm. months, there's still light. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, it just feels good to like, even if not actually to just like flip that ca- calendar yeah. page, you know, <laughs> even if you don't have an actual calendar, just like in my brain, flip right. it over to 2021. Right, <laughs> right, right. It's starting fresh. And um, even if, if literally we don't get out of where we are till, you know, spring, summertime, it's still, I feel people are more energized. It feels like entering the last lap of a marathon. Yeah. yeah. That's a great analogy, Bianca, I agree. So as we end this lap, as we come to the finish line, so to speak, um, we thought it'd be a great time for us to talk about vision boards and having our listeners think about, you know, how to put your goals, your your life objectives, your professional, personal um, vision for 2021 and beyond, Um, actually documenting it, you know, making it more than something that's just in your head, like taking it and making it real so that you can see it every day and work towards it every day and and know that it's something that can be accomplished. Um, And Arnisha and I are both familiar with vision boards and like I've done vision board parties and I know she's participated in parties. Um, so it, it's something that she and I both believe in and, and we're making Bianca and Molly believers too. Um, but I don't know, Arnisha, you wanted to talk a little bit about what you thought like kind of encompasses a vision, a vision board? Yes, Micah. Um, one of the things that's important is to really understand what a vision is and vision is really something that's long-term. So even as we talk about a vision for 2021, that's really too short a period of time. Typically visions are like five years, right? Because it's a long-term, a long-term thing that you're striving for. So there are a few different descriptions as you're thinking about what your vision is. Um, It's what you desire to achieve in the long run. It's a description of your long-term goals. Um, It's where you're going and why, and what does success actually look like for you to feel like you've achieved, you've achieved your vision. So I really just wanted us to start with being grounded in what a vision really is, and that is something that's big. It's not something that is easily attainable. Um, It's something that you have to really order your, you know, order your life in order to, um, in order to, to strive to, to achieve it. So it is something that's long-term. I think as we all talk about it, we'll probably bounce back and forth between vision and goals, right? Because your goals should align with what your vision is. Um, but as you think about it, you know, we, we talked about it, we kicked off the first 2020, the first episode was about casting a vision as well. So as you think about it, just really think, long-term, like what do I want to do in the next five to seven, maybe even 10 years? And then based on that, how do I look at 2021? You know, how do I, how do I frame 2021 to help me as I'm looking to achieve my, my, my long-term vision? So yeah, I just wanted us to start with that. And Mike, I know you've done, you've done more vision, um, vision board parties absolutely than I have. So maybe you could just talk to us about how you actually do a vision board, because I think even that process forces you to really hone in on the things that matter most when you're thinking about um, your future. Right. Yeah. It's, it, the, the practicalities of it, I guess. Right. Um, first, you start with collecting as many magazines as you can. 
Um, usually if you have a vision board party or now in the days of Zoom, you can have a Zoom vision board party, right? And you just, um, you collect as many magazines as you can. And, and then also sometimes just go to the store and buy a bunch of magazines that you might not normally get to your house just to help, uh, you know, it, it really helps when you look through things and, and the vision comes to life for you. Um, your vision board can start with a word, it can start with a picture, and then you kind of frame it out from there. Um, to me, I like vision, and, and then the other practical part of it is you, you know, you get a board or a piece of paper. Um, sometimes if this is your first one, I would say start small. Um, it can be overwhelming when you have this huge big board of pa white paper or black paper that you have to fill. And you get like overwhelmed, like I can't ever find that many pictures or whatever. So if you start small and if you have a lot on that board, that's okay. And you can always use the back, right? There's nothing to say that you can't do back and front. Um, and then you can build from there. Uh, some people like words, some people like more pictures. Um, I think that's where the magazines come in, but also keeping it simple so that when you look at it, or when, if you're willing to share it with somebody, when they look at it, they immediately know and can react to where you're, where you're trying to go with it. Yeah. Um, I just want to jump in for a minute, Micah. In addition to, um, in addition to magazines, Google is amazing. So if, you know, you can do a virtual, and I think Molly did, you can do a virtual board so you can go on if you know that you want a house. The beauty of Google is if you Google, if you know you want a specific type of house and you put that in and you click images, you'll see hundreds of images of that. And it gives you the opportunity to select the images that align more closely with what you, what you want and you cut it out and put it or do a virtual board like Molly will talk about, or you can cut it out and put it on an actual board. So um, in addition to magazines, because I know that a lot of, that the magazine industry has been hit really hard. Um, but in addition to uh, magazines, you can also just Google, Google images. Right, right, right. And I, and I think to your point, you can do it virtually or you can do it, you know, physically with, you know, glue and cutting out pictures. I mean, I've had, I've read articles that say sometimes the actual physical act of cutting and looking at pictures and pasting them it's in and of itself, it's an exercise, right? So it's almost like scrapbooking in a simpler form. Um, uh, I have a quick question for you. I don't know, I'm sure you were gonna get into this, but do you recommend starting with any specific types of goals? Like, and on a vision board, do you usually do all kinds of goals like personal life and professional and, um, you know, what or fitness, like all, all of that combined, what do you normally recommend for starting? I normally do both because your life is both personal and professional. And it becomes, when you start working on it, it becomes hard to distinguish because you might see something that's, oh, this is perfect. Like you said, fitness, like I have a board and I have a salad on it, you know, eating healthy. And then the next thing you might see something that, that shows the career that you want. And, you know, so you, your life, I think is so intertwined with personal and professional. It's hard to, you can separate your boards, right? You could do one side professional, one side personal, but you, you'll find that the lines are going to blur. Um, and unless you just don't have any career vision, you, you want to document that, right? Um, I don't know, Arnisha, what's been your kind of practice? Yeah, I agree on both of mine. It's um, the, I think I've done two or three, but that, they, it's always interwoven, right? Because it, it is all about what you want to accomplish in that year or within that two year, whatever the time frame is. So there, most of us are personal and professional. Those things are so closely intertwined. Um, so yeah, mine have always included both, always. And I have read, I know you mentioned about vision being long-term, you know, looking at five years or three to five years out. But I have also seen where they say sometimes you start with short term to make it a little easier because um, some people might get overwhelmed with like, I don't know what I want to do five years from now, but you'll find yourself building on. Um, and then you also might, hopefully the vision board is not complete that day that you do it because your life's not complete in one day and you might see other things that you want to add to it. And either leave room for that or just be okay having a very, you know, not clerk, but very, you know, closely uh, aligned board with 
um, pictures overlapping. That's probably the best way to sh sh say that. So um, don't don't worry that you have to have everything in that one day that you do it. It just you know it's okay to add to it. I, I think sometimes it it brings your vision more clear to you if you add to it later instead of trying to do it all in one day or in one session. Um, so, you know, it's like, like you just need the board, you need some pictures, magazines are helpful, um, eat books if you can cut from books. I mean, you know, it's just gotta be something that you don't mind cutting out of um, and, you know, glue and scissors, like that's it. That's all you need to just get started. And then you, um, I find the inspiration comes just by first looking through the magazines before I start cutting or sometimes I'll cut and make a pile and then I don't always use everything in my pile, but it just, you know, that's how I, I find I get my inspiration. Um, and sometimes it's just not always well thought out. I'm like, I don't sit down and say, okay, I know what I want to do. This is my vision. Let me go to it. Sometimes it evolves just when I, you know, talk to people like that's what the fun about vision board parties is you can share with people and they can talk to you about what they're trying to accomplish and you have this energy that happens and you're all kind of feeling very positive for each other if that makes sense you know yeah i, I agree they are very um inspirational environments the last one that i did was virtual and it was still very, very inspirational, and it's really encouraging, you know, to um, when you're when when you're creating these. You know, I, I'm 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 the type of person that I like getting things done. So <laughs> even I, I do. I just I I don't know what it is. I'm just wired that way to get things done. So the last um, vision board that I did, the um, moderator or leader said the same exact thing you said, Michael, like, oh, you know what, just take some time, give it some, you know, give it a few days and add more, um, you know, you can add more things to it. And I have to tell you, I was on a mission to get all of my, <laughs> my thoughts down on so I can have it done because then once it's done, I can put it somewhere and then it's something that I can reference. I can go back to it repeatedly to remind me. But if I feel like I'm, it's, it's a work in progress, I just didn't, I don't get a sense of completion for me. Um, so I needed to, uh, I needed to go, okay, let me spend the next day or two. I know what I'm looking for. Let me see if I can find it. If I can't find it, let me just write the words down on it. You know, let me just write it down on it because it will accomplish the same thing if I can't find the image. Um, and I just got to finish it and move on. Like, <laughs> I'm, I, yeah, I, I'm a, I'm a get it done type of person. I, I have I think I, I think I agree with you, Arnisha, on that. Cause I think like, if I thought of it, I mean, so I, I, I did, I put together a little bit of a vision board. Um, and you know, I might go back, I might add a few more things to it, but I kind of want to think of it as complete for right now. Otherwise, cause I feel like I struggle so much in my day-to-day -day life anyway with like, oh, well maybe I want to do that. Or maybe this sounds better. Or maybe this is a good idea or, you know, things like that, that this, I want to be think of as kind of my rock as I go forward. And so I don't want to be thinking of it as like changing it around too much and, and having it be more fluid because then I think then I'll, it'll just, well, maybe I should add this one instead or like, oh, that's not the right image. Let me find a more perfect image. And it just kind of like, you know, circles around and around. So I'm with you, Arnisha, just like <laughs> get it done and then come back to it, you know, and think about, you know, right, look at right. it. Yeah. For, for me, I'm starting to, to, plan this out as an art project and what I tend to do with art projects well I think I would really like to have a vision board up on my wall so that I, I can wake up every day or, or come back from work every day and and look at it um but what happens to me with art projects is I do the opposite of getting it done I will sit and stew and slowly like I'll look at it and then like take a moment, step back and be like, oh, I need to add some more. And then, so I think that's probably what I'll end up doing. Cause if it's going to be up on my wall, it needs to be perfect. So I <laughs> do. I'm just laughing. So we split right down the middle. You think like Michael, Molly and I think alike. <laughs> Even your vision board is part of your personality, right? So it comes, oh, yeah. it comes through. That's true. That's very true. That's very true. And it's yours. So you have to do what makes, what feels right for you. Right. And if that's what feels right for you, then that's what you do. Right. Yeah. But Molly, was this your first one or no? Am I... 
I think this is my first one. I think last year we talked a bit about our, our 2020 visions is when I first heard about vision boards. Uh, Mike and Arnisha, you both shared yours, but I don't think I actually put one together. And so this one I did virtually, it's in a Google slide uh, and just pulled pictures, you know, off the internet. Um, but now I'm thinking, uh, Bianca, when you said you want to put it on your wall so you can see it like a little art project. Now I'm thinking, oh, maybe I should make a, a physical one of this too. And it can go in my little home office you always print it out. as I continue working from home. That's yeah, true. I could print, print it out. It. But they do say That's that true. you should post it somewhere where you see it regularly, right? Because mm -hmm. again, this is what you're trying to achieve in the course of whatever time frame you, you, you've established. So if you see it somewhere regularly, you're constantly reminding yourself, I got to do this. I got to do this. I got to do this. So mm -hmm. you should put it in a, in a pretty, pretty visible place for you. Yeah. See, I'm guilty. I don't do that. Like I feel like I do, but I don't because I don't look at it regularly enough. And, and because you said that, and, and I, I, when I was looking up, you know, like vision boards, they were saying the same thing. I said, you know what, I need to just tape it to the window where I work because you know that's the other thing is like i don't want to damage anything like where do i hang it up right so yeah. if I tape it to my window it's not going to damage a window so that's this is that the benefit is of me not being a real adult i just tape things on the wall um, <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> don't have to think about it too hard all those posters in the background are just taped up there you're good you're good i'm good <laughs> yeah, I take mine. So it's, I take mine to my office door, but yeah. before that, I had it taped to the door in my pantry. And I'm telling you, I go into my pantry at least three times a day because I'm a snacker. So I go in there to get tea. I go in there to get some, a snack. I go in. So that's where I used to. I used to um, tape it, but now I have it on the door of my office. So, and if it's small enough, they say you can frame it. So that's another option depending yeah. on the size. Um, but Molly, do you want to share a little bit about how you felt when you were like pulling this together to, for your experience? Yeah. So, yeah. So I, um, I was working on it last night, putting it together. And I kind of started with, um, I think my first focal point, um, actually, let me just take a look at what order I downloaded them, my the images in, and that will tell me, but I think my first focal point was um, around networking. So I really want to, so we've talked a lot about networking on the show. It's, a, it's an area where I really want to get better at and really want to improve on. Um, and I recently joined the Elevate Network, um, which is a women's professional business network um, of women from all different spectrum from entry level uh, or to pre-career pre to executive level and kind of everything in between. Um, and so I recently joined that network. And so uh, I think in the past, this would be something that I join and kind of do a little bit with and then kind of forget about it and maybe come back to it. And so this is for 2021, I'm really have the goal that I want to be involved in it. I want to do the different events. I want to, you know, reach out to, to, to network on it. Um, so I started with that and then I thought about another kind of big bucket that I've been thinking about is um, is focusing on uh, doing some more learning this year. So whether that's through Coursera, which I started during earlier in 2020 during the pandemic, it went not so well. But um, but again, like putting it on that vision board to come back to it and really think about what what skills do I want to try to develop over the next year, um, and then that kind of starting with those two as, as really specific buckets, I think on kind of a more professional level, then got me into thinking, um, kind of really expanding that of, well, with this networking, with this, with this learning, some of the skills that I'm trying to grow in, I really want to focus on um, confidence this year in 2021. And so then I went down a fun little path of looking up little confident images of, one is of a, a woman giving a presentation at the office and another one is a just a woman with her hand on her hip and her arm raised like she's excited and um and then that got me thinking about like other kind of personal wellness issues and so then I started thinking about sustainability and then um I eventually through a lot more searching of of other things that I was throwing on there um both professional and personal I got to um uh 
one that I don't think I would have thought about at all without going through this, this exercise, which was, um, I really want to find awe in 2021. Um, like I want to be in awe of things. Um, and so, um, I think maybe a little bit on the spiritual side, which is a, a part of me that I don't dive into very often. Um, but then also just with the natural world and, and finding, I think 2020 has been, was such a, uh, difficult year for so many reasons and 2021 will continue to be difficult. Um, and so I think reminding myself to take a minute, uh, you know, regularly to actually like find beauty, find awe, be inspired by, by the things that are around me. So doing this board gave me a, like sent me on a path that I don't think I anticipated um, until I, until I went through it. So I'm super excited that I did it. I'm really now really excited about thinking about where, if I'm going to print this out, if I'm going to do a, a physical one, put it somewhere. Um, maybe I'll just make it my backdrop of my computer, you know, the, the desktop screen background um but thinking about where i can where i can put it so that i'm constantly reminded and and keep it keep it in mind and that's another suggestion they say take a picture of it or to your point put it in your background like you're at your computer all the time so yeah. you can't help but see the words the pictures every time you get on your computer so that's probably the absolute best way if you don't want to ever forget that you did this right that's sure it's always going to be with me then yeah <laughs> i'll have no excuse if we get to this time next year and i say i didn't do any of the things on my vision board <laughs> and that won't happen it will not happen you'll you'll be surprised how much you accomplish um but i think your journey is spot on with what most people go through when they start this process um so i'm glad you did have those epiphanies um i and i love the awe right like that's major um and I think we should all try to experience that in some form or fashion um so the fact that you actually make this part of your vision and your goal is pretty cool yes I agree I, I just have a question is nature something that um inspires you yes totally yeah and I think it was hard living in Brooklyn I think it was hard this past year of not for the I didn't have a car for most of 2020 uh, being in lockdown and pandemic and everything, I felt like I didn't have a lot of access to nature this year. And I don't often have a lot of access to na nature living in the city, but usually with travel or other things, you know, I, I feel like I get more of it. And so, yeah, I think I do have a car now, which is great. So should we go back into an official lockdown um, sometime in the next couple of months, we'll have a little escape for a little day trip to go hiking or, or something. But um, yeah, nature is definitely both a source of that awe and a source of emotional well-being, physical well-being, everything that that's all wrapped up. It's funny because I feel similarly about nature giving me awe, but um, I, because I live in the opposite world right now um, and I live in a rural area, getting to go back to cities over my holiday break, I was like, I'm kind of more in awe of cities right now because I don't, I live in nature. So I, I, that's kind of one of my like plans for my vision board is to really think about, you know, even though I love nature and want to be in nature all the time, is it more special to me when I'm living in a city where I have to go chase or go to a place to find nature or find different types of nature and, and experience new natural environments. Because um, I feel like I'm, I, I obviously seem to be someone that wants what I can't have. So I, <laughs> maybe I'm a city person that needs to take trips into the, into the wild in order to get that awe feeling. <laughs> And, and you know what you you're 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 young enough where you'll it'll all balance out right you'll you'll go back and forth back and forth till you settle on whatever it finally makes you feel at balance I think that's um sure. I mean because I live I've never lived in the city but I live close enough to the city where I get my fix mm -hmm. you know so I and that was purposeful 
you know, being able to have access to the city was important to me, but being able to get away from it, it's like, okay, this works. So I found my balance that way. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, Arnish, were you going to say something? You know, I just, I, I, when, you, when you guys started saying that you were inspired by nature, I know we were talking earlier before we started um, about binging. And one of the things I started watching that I didn't finish is on Apple TV and it's called Earth at Night. And they have developed these special cameras that they, where they can film at, in the night, like when it's pitch black and it looks like it's daytime. So each one, like the first episode was filming lions in Africa. The second one um, was, in, was in Asia. So I'm just saying that as you, sometimes it's putting yourself in those situations, like you mentioned Molly and Bianca, but sometimes it's also just exposing yourself to, to those things. Because I, I have to tell you, I thought that the um, first episode was fascinating like you hear things about lions but we've never seen them in the, in the dark right they're predators and um they're nocturnal animals and they you just never see them at night and what happens and it, it was just fascinating to me and I did find it to be inspiring although I was going like this because you know you'd be kind of scared like <laughs> is one of the cubs going to get eaten you know they're going to show that but um yeah it, it really was it was fascinating it was inspiring and it, you know what it for for me it just um it grounded me, you know, and this crazy, crazy 2020 was a year that hopefully we will not have to repeat a year like that in a long time. You know, I, I was thinking about it um, earlier this week and I said, why was it such a tough year? You know, like there are always bad things that happen in every single year. Right. But the issue is that it impacted everybody. <laughs> So every, you know, sometimes you might lose somebody in the course of a year. Somebody, you know, might get really sick. You might, so though, but those are individual experiences. But 2020 was something that impacted everybody. So we were all in this funk trying to work through this funk together. And, you know, I, I, I just was, was thinking about it. And I said, oh, my goodness, it was such a rough year for so many people. Like I, I found, well, I'm always emotional. I'm, I'm a, I can cry on a drop of a dime. But, you know, I just found myself being even more emotional than usual. Um, in, 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 in 2020, um, getting angrier than I've ever been before. Um, yeah, just it was just a, a roller coaster of a year and and almost I don't want to say fearful because I was never I don't think I was ever afraid of COVID and I'm still not afraid. I don't want it. Don't get me wrong. But I, I, I don't think I ever developed that strong fear that a lot of people have for it. But it, it was it, for me, it was more resolve of I don't want it. I'm going to do what I have to do not to get it, you know, as opposed to I'm scared. I'm not, you know. It, but still, even deciding to do that when in the first month, people who got it were dying, like it looked like half the people that got it were dying, you know, in the first month that we found out about it, my decision was I'm not going to walk around and be afraid, but I want to do whatever I have to do to protect myself, protect my family. What do we need? You know, what, what do we need to do? But anyway, um, yeah, it was, it was such a rough year that coming back to the topic of, 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 of this podcast, um, I was, I, I was having a tough time coming up with a vision for 2021. I really, really was. And I think a big part of that was because 2020 was such an odd year and I had already went into 2020 feeling stuck. You know, when you, um, I've always identified myself as a professional, as a professional. I was a working mom. I was, I mean, I, I'm driven. I love, I love my career. I, I really, really do. So I've always, if somebody had asked me to describe myself somewhere or another, I would always include the fact that I worked, you know, because that was a big part of my identity. So to not have that in the traditional sense for two years just made me really feel like stuck. So when I thought about that, um, for 2021, I said, you know what, this year is really about me um, advancing, moving forward, um, just making progress in areas that I feel like I have not been able to make the progress that I would like because I, like I said, I wrapped so much of my identity around my, around my job that I felt like 
I haven't accomplished some of the things that I would have liked. Now, on the other hand, I was able to launch my mentorship program with the church and those are all great things. But when you really wrap your identity into something and then you don't have it, um, it, 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 it's, it can be a struggle. And it was definitely a struggle for me. And I felt, like I said, I was stuck for, for a couple of years. So when I thought about in preparation for today, when I thought about it, I said, you know what, it really is, this is really a year about me moving forward, making advancement, making progress in areas that, um, that are important, you know, important to me. So I, with that said, I'll just share, because I did not do a board, but I actually wrote something out. Um, I said it's a year of progression and advancement. Um, I started obviously with my family. I want to sell my house this year uh, because ultimately my long-term vision is to live in a multi-generational household because I want to tell, I want my mother to come and live with us. Um, so my mother, my son, my husband, and I, you know, I want that. So I want to sell my house this year. Um, Career-wise, um, I want to fully immerse myself in the nonprofit world. And I had here take courses and read, you know, this is, this is my first time working for a nonprofit um, organization. And while I see a lot of parallels, there are absolutely things that when I hear about it, it just doesn't connect. Like it, it's not the way I naturally process. It's not the way I naturally think. So in order for me to be successful in, in, in this environment, I need to to dig in and do some more work. So that includes reading, which I have not been doing a lot of. <laughs> I have not been doing a lot of. Um, I also had health. Um, this year, honestly, I worked out more than I ever have consistently. And I'm very, very pleased with that. Um, I got to a point where I was working out five days a week. Now that I'm working again, it's down to four. But I now want to add on the diet part of that um, so that I'm just healthier and stronger coming out of this year. Like I have an idea of a weight, but truthfully, if I don't hit that weight and I'm healthier than I am now and I'm stronger than I am now, I'll be, you know, I'll, I'll be happy. You know, I'll be happy. And one thing that I have every single year is that I'm always trying to strengthen my connection and grow closer to God. So faith is always there for me. Um, and I'm always just trying to figure out new ways for, you know, for me to, for me to do that. So those were the things I thought about when I thought about my vision for 2021 and how, what did I want to do? And it really is the theme of progress and advancement. So. And I think that's a good example of when you're stuck, a vision board can help you get unstuck in many ways because it gets you outside of your head and thinking in the future as opposed to always thinking, getting stuck where you are, which your brain can kind of just keep going right in the same spot. But then when you do the vision board, you start thinking beyond and like, well, the possibilities, right? A vision board is possibility that you know you can achieve if you put your mind to it or your body to it. There's nothing on your vision board that you should not be able to achieve. Um, I mean, and I think that's important too, right? If you are, you know, afraid of heights, I wouldn't say let's go skydive. Like, you know, unless of course you're trying to not be afraid of heights. Like me, I'm, I'm okay being afraid of heights and I'm okay not skydiving. So that'll never be on my vision board, you know? So just putting things on there that you really, that are goals and you really feel like I can achieve this and I just need to push myself a little bit. And I think that's what the vision does. It, it pushes you. Um, and I think kind of Molly expressed that a little bit in when she was doing hers, um, her first one. That's really helpful to think about for me too. And hearing, I think I was stuck as well in a different way because at the point that I am in life, since I haven't had so much of a professional career, I feel like I was more stuck in how much I had to think about the future and how, how much I've had to think about the future ever since, you know, I feel like I've been just constantly thinking about the future since my senior year of college. So it's like been since 2019 that I'm just always like, well, and, and you, you know, it's, it's, part of being my age that people ask me all the time about the future as well. So I also like the fact that, um, that you just said that achievable goals. And I, I want to even put that on myself to think 
achievable goals in 2021 rather than just what can I achieve in my lifetime? Because that's sort of this question that I has I kept that keeps me stuck rather than being like, what can I achieve in my lifetime? I like, what can I achieve in 2021? And that's that sort of opens up the floodgates and removes my stuckness because then I don't have to be thinking so big. I can just think, what can I do now? And I think that'll really help with envisioning the year. I think that that makes, that allows me to say, it's okay to just concentrate on, you know, all I, the only thing I have planned is up until July rather than, okay, what am I going to do next in general? What am I going to do in August from August until December? What am I going to do then? And that's really, I want to start thinking about that and planning. And, you know, that gives me a lot of actionable items that I can try and put on my vision board. And another thing I really like that you said is to something that you can actually envision for yourself. I think you either Arnisha or Micah said that at the very beginning of today. And I like that a lot too, because I, I think that that ties in with the, the reason why it's nice to have a physical board is that if I take a picture and I look at um, or, or a printed board, because if I take something and I look at it and it's a picture of a house like Garnisha has, or for me, I'm, I'm already thinking I want to put up a picture of, you know, a city because I now I'm thinking I want to move into a city. I want to move to a city. So if I look at that city physically on my wall and I'm like, okay, that's, that's something I want to do. That's where I want to be. I think that's really cool. One thing, so uh, another thing that I found yesterday while I was um, uh, working on my board, and I should say I found it yesterday, so I'm very early stages of learning about this that I've just recently learned about um, or started learning about, but, um, and I think it, it speaks to a little bit this idea of feeling stuck and also kind of the, the balance of, of figuring out what's achievable this year for our you know, annual like 2021 vision, but then also trying to think to Arnisha, what you were saying about the longer term vision too of, of working towards that is this concept of ikigai, um, which is a Japanese concept of reason for being, kind of finding your purpose. And so, um, and it's a combination of what you love. It's like the overlap between what you love, what you're good at, what the world needs and what you can get paid for. Um, and I had heard of it before without the, without the, what you can get paid for <laughs> part of it. Um, but that's, you know, an important part. So good that it's in there. And so when you find when all of those overlap, then it, you get this, this reason for being and kind of your, your purpose. And so I started doing some, some early reading on it yesterday. And so I have it on my 2021 vision. Um, but really now that as we're talking about this and I'm thinking about it more, I'm probably not going to find that in 2021. That's probably my long-term vision in the next five to seven years back to that idea of, of thinking a little farther in advance and like, if that's my vision in the next five to seven years, then what are the things, you know, what else on my board that I have there now are things that are hopefully helping me build that and, and get to that. Um, Cause I think, you know, then there's, there's places on the, the graphic that kind of shows you the overlap. There's places on there, there where you feel like you could get stuck. And so maybe it's a place where your your passion and your vocation come together so it's a place where you're you're maybe you're you're overlapped between what you can get paid for what you're good at and what the world needs but you're missing that what do you love doing and so it's it's not going to drive you the way that that something else might so i think that's i'm 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 excited to learn i'm going to leave it on my board for now because i'm excited to learn more about it and i think that's my my goal for for the first part of 2021 is kind of learning more about that philosophy and, and that, that, um, that reason for being, and then, and then seeing how everything else kind of fits into that is over the long term. I'm also just realizing, I really, when I saw that on your board, I was kind of like, Ooh, I'm going to steal that and just use that as a outline for how I'm going to organize my board. I'm going to think of that in like, yeah, it's a great idea. Yeah. Like, what does the world need and how, what can I do this year in terms of what the world needs versus, and what can I get paid for? That's probably an important one that I need to think about. <laughs> Very important. Very important. 
Yeah. Yeah. And there's a, there's a couple other things too, that I've been kind of, you know, seeing on, on social media about, you know, planning resolutions and just how to think about, and I don't really like resolutions, but thinking about a new year, but, um, one was around this idea of, um, kind of similar and finding, like we talk a lot about finding your passion, um, or, um, or following your passions and, and things like that. But, um, there was something along the lines of, it's not necessarily just about your passions. Think of it as something that interests you. So now I'm trying to find the, the quote the right way. So, um, so it's kind of like at the, at the nexus of enjoyable and meaningful is interesting. And so kind of starting to flip the thinking a little bit instead of just being about, well, what's my passion? What's the thing that drives me? It's like, what is the thing that you're actually just inherently interested in? And so maybe that's, we can get so caught up in passions that then, you know, we miss those other pieces of the puzzle. Like what can you get paid for? If you are very passionate about what you're doing, you're not getting paid for it. That's <laughs> not going to help you in the short or long term, unfortunately, in the world we live in. Um, and so how do we think about, for at least for me, how do I think about and try to dive into like, what is it that actually interests me? What could I read about, talk about, learn about, you know, all day um, if I had the, the opportunity. So that's another way that I'm, I'm kind of thinking about that as I. But I also think that's um, the realistic way of looking at it because passionate sounds so intense, right? When you're passionate about something, it's like you're all in, it's your whole heart. It's, you know, and, totally. and then kind of get intimidated by like, I don't know, I'm not really that passionate about it. I really like it, but you know, so it's much better to kind of calm it down a little bit and dial it back. You don't have to be all in. If you like it, you're interested in it, it's good enough. You know? Yeah. And I think for me, like, at least for me personally, I'm passionate about a lot of different things. I've always worked in nonprofits and I'm passionate about all the causes that I've worked for. They've all been different. And I'm like, you know, there's not one that I would throw out the window and say, nope, no thanks, we don't need it. Um, and so I think that's one thing for me is that I've struggled with is like, well, I'm passionate about so many things. Which one am I most passionate about? Which one of like, and then you're ranking your, it's just, it feels very weird. And so for me, it's like, well, what I'm actually really interested in, regardless of the topic is like problem solving like working together as a team to solve problems, you know? And it's like, oh, that's a fun way of thinking about it, of being something that I'm interested in versus passion. I don't know that I would have considered myself passionate about problem solving. <laughs> that sounds a little, a little weird, but like, you know? And so anyway, so just things that are floating around as I was doing my, my board, thinking about 2021. Well, I can say I, I didn't do my board this year, but I did it uh, I think I did it 2020 early on. Um, and I'm looking at it because they always say, you know, what are you, you know, what have you achieved? Um, and, and I look at a lot of mine is all about fitness and health. Um, and I definitely worked out a lot while we were in COVID. Like I have a Peloton and if people know me, I'm like all about my Peloton. And so I, I really enjoyed doing those classes and feeling like I was in tip top shape and pushing myself and feeling strong. And like, if I could do the class the whole time through and, and you know, like, it was just a, a sense of achievement for me. So I feel like I was very like spot on with that. Um, so I start back. I think, yeah, I think you should. It was only like a split second, but you still heard something in the background. Uh, got to turn off my phone. Um, I'll start back with just talking about my board. Okay. It'll be easier to, to edit that way. Mm -hmm. um, so for me, I, I didn't do the board recently. I did it probably earlier in 2020. And um, I was just looking to see kind of what I accomplished because um, that's another thing. You also want to take a temperature check. Like what are you accomplishing over the course of X amount of months as you go through, which is why they say always have it up to look at, right? So you can, you know, motivate yourself really. This is your inspiration. Um, and for me, I have a lot of fitness um, and getting healthy and nutrition. 
but I also to balance it out, I have a lot of like eat and drink, like that's okay. Happy hour. That's okay. You know, like I got to balance it out. Um, I can't just be all about the fitness. Um, but I did a lot of working out through COVID that, that really helped me mentally. Um, because there were days literally where I, I didn't go out. So I didn't do, you know, so if I didn't go out, if I at least rode the bike or if I at least did a workout class, I felt like I accomplished something for that day. And it was very positive for me. So fitness helped me through COVID. Um, mm -hmm. You know, and I think everybody has to find whatever that thing, I, I think people found that thing, hopefully, that anchored them. Um, and for me, it was fitness. Uh, I had a lot of travel that I thought I was going to be doing this uh, 2020. That didn't happen. But 2020 was a whole new year's for me. And then just kind of being the best that I can be. I think that was a big theme for me on my board. Um, I, uh, and one of the things that pops out, it says, In amazing things are happening here. So I think that will be my 2021 mantra. Molly, you want to be in awe. I want amazing things to happen here in my life. So um, that's how I'm great. Looking. I love it. We're putting it out there. We're envisioning it. Make it happen. That's right. And I'm going to add to mine because I have seen new things that I'm just, just little pieces that I think will just enhance it. Um, and this got me thinking, like, I need to add to it because it's a new year and there's probably new things that I need to start thinking about. Yeah, for sure. I think I remember last year when we talked about our visions for 2020 and um, uh, fitness was on both Micah and Arnisha both had fitness on theirs and I did not have fitness on my plan for 2020, <laughs> which hindsight, this would have been a great year to uh, prioritize fitness. Um, but for 2021, what I am prioritizing is like this idea of like a holistic wellness. And so part of that, um, I think I'm somebody who, if I get in this mindset of like fitness, then it automatically, I tend to just equate it to losing weight or, you know, um, which, but fitness is about so much more than that. It's not about losing weight. It's about being healthy and well and strong and, and all of those things. And so I think for me, framing it in more of like this wellness idea um, and cushioning it with all these other things, um, all these other aspects of different types of wellness, not just physical wellness, but emotional, mental, environmental, you know, all these different things um, I'm really excited about. And it feels like a good focus um, and a good way to kind of, that I've sort of started framing my board around too. So those different pieces. Betty, nice. Well, anything fitness related, as a matter of fact, somebody gave me a book for Christmas. Um, the little big, the little book of big lies, a journey to into inner fitness. So, oh, okay. So that sounds like kind of what you're talking about. Yeah. Mike. It's yeah. written by the woman um, from Queen Sugar. I don't know if anyone's ever seen that show, but oh yeah, Aunt Vi. She wrote. She wrote this. Oh, okay, okay, that's interesting. Yeah. So it's inner fitness, outer fitness. It's all holistic. Molly, you're in the, you're looking at it in the right way, and it's definitely not about weight loss. Um, if you just if you don't want it to be right. Right. Although it's an added benefit. Totally. Yep. Yep. <laughs> one of my big things is, is, is diet related though. It is not a diet, but I want to continue moving towards a more plant-based diet or lifestyle. So I had recently a few months ago decided to become vegetarian again, um, which was great. And I've done it off and on various points in my life. And then I think in August, I kind of just kind of made the decision that I don't eat a lot of meat anyway. I might as well just like do it officially. Um, and so I've had a couple of, couple of moments here and there where I've eaten a little bit, but I want to keep moving towards maybe trying to cut out. My next thing is going to be cutting down on some dairy and replacing it with plant-based alternatives, which I know there are lots of options. Um, I'm seeing Bianca's face right now. Who's just like, just do it. You know, it's not that hard, but ah, cheese is so good. So we'll, well, that's going to be the, that's going to be the big challenge for me. I have so many recommendations for cheese substitute. I will send Great. you a yes, list. Yes, please send me the whole list. I do I not like nutritional use. You have, 
Okay. I don't either. And, and it also kind of messes with my tummy. So I don't do that at all. Great. Great. Perfect. Send the list. So I, have, I can also send you a list based on the grocery stores that are available to you because I kind of know which brands are at which grocery stores. So. Wow. Okay. Great. So it's been Excellent. a long five years of no dairy. So I've, <laughs> I've learned a lot. So Molly, you have to keep us, keep our listeners abreast of your journey. I will. I will. Um, Hopefully with Bianca as my uh, (laughs) guiding spirit in that, in that journey. There's your mentor, mentee. There you go. Yes. Perfect. Mm -hmm. Let's make it happen. Um, (laughs) So one of the things we did when we were talking about doing this episode was reach out to some of our guests and uh, that we've had in, you know, the past few seasons and ask them, know what are their visions and 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 goals for 2021 that they could share with us um and i think we all have talked to at least one or two of the guests and i think you know now would be a good time to share before we wrap up um i'll start with a natalie paquin who was season one and she was on uh the episode about volunteering and she's the chief executive officer and corporate board director for points of light foundation and I asked her, you know, you know, what's kind of your 2021 vision? And she said her goal this year is to be totally present for every experience, whether it is a work meeting, a walk in the park, or enjoying a glass of wine with a friend. She said, so often we have various interests competing for our time and attention, and that while we are involved in one experience, we are thinking about the past or anticipating the next. So my book, my, her goal is to be present for myself and others. And I think we've touched upon that a little bit, but I I thought that was nice, you know, Um, especially the stress of 2021. We have been thinking a lot about the the future, like what, what's going to happen. And then about, oh, remember back in the good old days when we didn't have to wear masks. So, you know, being in the present, I I, I like that. Um, So I don't know if anybody else wanted to share from one of the guests they might've talked to. Yeah, I had, I, um, had a couple of guests and they were both part of the Entrepreneur Series. The first one was Ann Beale, the founder of Absolute Joy. And she said her goals for this year are simple. Her first one is to take care of herself. She said eight hours of sleep, 128 ounces of water, 30 minutes of exercise every day and improve her vegan diet. Her second one was relationships, seek more peace with her husband, touch her friends more often. The third one was business, get absolute joy into one national retailer, start building her team. And the fourth one was spiritual, seek balance. Um, and I, you know, I, I wasn't, you know, I wasn't surprised. She was, when I reached out to her, she just said, sure, do you want to schedule it? And it didn't surprise me when you think about Anne, right? She said, um, sure, do you want to just schedule time? Because she thought she had to hop on to the podcast. I said, oh no, you could just text it to me. She said, okay. And she <laughs> she just sent it. So now, you know, it's, she, she, was, she was on it. So she clearly had already um, been giving it some, some thought. Um, but Tanya Riggs is the founder and broker for Sheridan Realty. She was also part of our entrepreneur series. She said her theme for 2021 is investing in a legacy of health. Healthy living, she said, being purposeful to increase her movement and quality of food she consumes to continue to grow a healthy spiritual life, to maintain her right perspectives, healthy relationships, pour into fruitful and growing relationships, strike a healthy balance between faith, family, and business responsibilities, and healthy investments, strategically direct her finances um, instead of passive and reactionary spending. So those were, those were Tanya's. I mean, you know, it's, it's, I, I find it is so difficult, right? Because there are so many things that, um, you want to accomplish. Like I had, I started with, I'm stuck. Where do I really, what, what, what would be successful for me long-term? So I actually drafted something that was more five to seven years out and then backed into um, this year. But I could have written like 10 things for this year easily, right? Because in order to get where you're going, you know, there are gradual changes you need to make little by little. So when I saw hers and I saw the way that some of the things she mentioned would also be things that I know I need to do, but I just didn't prioritize them, you know, for, for, for this year, but there's still things I would need to do. So anyway, those were, um, 
the two guests that I wanted to talk about. Yeah, so I spoke with, um, or I heard from Angela Messerschmidt, who was one of our teachers who joined us for the COVID teaching episode. Um, so she shared some thoughts both on 2020 and, and what she's kind of focusing on and, and um, is motivating her for 2021. So um, 2020 helped me realize how much I love and miss teaching in the classroom. Um, it also helped me realize how easy it is to burn yourself out. I don't wanna be that teacher that burns out. So I've decided to focus on this quote for 2021. Your worth is not measured by your productivity. There will always be things to do. I'm giving myself grace this year for all of my unfinished projects, both professionally and personally. I'm still digging deep into this quote and what it will mean for me in 2021, um, but that's what's driving me forward. Another thing I'm thinking about is um, not fragile like a flower, fragile like a bomb um, for when I need to feel my own power and stand up for myself and others. Um, and so she is, um, she's still, she's still teaching, of course, and she's, um, she was teaching primarily remotely again when the year started, she was able to get back into the classroom a bit, and then they were quarantined again. So, um, but I think she and her, her colleagues are all hoping that they'll be able to get back into the classroom um, for the second half of the school year, which will hopefully, um, hopefully be good. And I think that her, those two quotes, I think are really uh Good to think about. I had heard the not fragile like a flower, fragile like a bomb before. And I always, I always enjoy that one. Um, not that I want to think of, think of uh, myself or anyone as bombs, but you know, occasionally nice to think about. <laughs> um, and then the other one on your worth not being measured by your productivity, I think is really helpful. I think this past year for, for people working remotely, people who are still working remotely, um, which is a lot of people, um, or people who have been out of work um, because of COVID or otherwise. I think it's, we tie so much, Arnisha, you were talking about before, tying your, your self-worth to really that that work and that job. And, and so I think being able to, to step back from that and think about kind of the, the other things that we can, we should be measuring ourselves that are um, just as important or if not more important in a lot of ways, so. I like it. Yeah, me too. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, I just wanted to jump in really quickly and talk about, um, it wasn't one of our guests, but again, a friend, she really inspired me by making goals for one of her hobbies. She's a big reader. Um, and we were talking a little bit about this before um, we started recording the podcast today, but she made a notebook of all kinds of reading goals she has. And she's someone who likes to be really intentional about the books that she reads and that's what makes her happy and it's like a hobby so I really liked thinking about something maybe to put on my vision board for um, just my enjoyable hobbies or the or the fun things that I like to do um, like cooking like I've been making a lot of bread recently so I might put some bread recipes or just photos of pretty bread on my vision board and see if I can add that to my 2021 list. So that I thought would be a fun addition. I think that's an excellent point, Bianca. It, your vision board doesn't have to be all about like, I'm going to achieve this. Like, I love doing this or I'm having fun doing that. So put it on your board. Like that's, you know, I think that's a great point and, and something to remember when you're doing your vision board. It should be fun. So I think, um, I hope our listeners will at minimum uh, maybe do a virtual board. You know, I think that's probably an easier way to start if you don't want to have to worry about collecting your magazines and the glue and the scissors and all that. Um, but if you're feeling a little bit creative and you want a, a project that really doesn't take a lot of time, but kind of gets you out of your own head and into a, a thought process that has you thinking about the future in a positive way, consider putting together a board, make it small, start small, frame it, put it on your computer. You know, we've given you a bunch of ideas and different ways, put it on your mirror. A lot of people do that. So, you know, you, you, you got to look in the mirror when you get up in the morning. So um, put it in places that you know, you're going to see it and be inspired by it. So make sure that your board is, is inspirational and aspirational, but not frustrating and not, you know, so you, you should feel good about it when you look at it. And um, it could be one picture even. It doesn't even have to be a whole lot of anything. It could just be a few pictures that just make you know, this is what you're striving for. This makes you feel good about the future. 
Um, so that's just how I look at it. And I think every year we'll probably be doing a, some type of conversation around it. And it doesn't mean you have to do it in January. You could do this in April. You could do this in June. I mean, it's there's no set time for it. It just, once you do it, it just helps you um, for the, the future. And the future could be at any point when you're ready to do it. So don't feel like there's a pressure that January, I think people feel that like I have to do a resolution. I have to have a vision. Nah, January is January. It's just a new year and you decide when it works best for you. So I don't know, Arnisha, Bianca, Molly, thoughts? No, I, I think this was, was great. Yeah, I thought that was a good way to wrap. I really do. Yeah, here's to a new year. Yes, here, here. <laughs> Thank you, listeners, and uh, tune back in. We'll have another great topic for you. But in the meantime, start thinking about 2021. It's hope. It's, it's, it's the future of happiness and health, wellness, and anything you want it to be. Thank you for listening to today's Dame Talk episode. If you have any questions or comments, you can email us at dametalk4 at gmail.com. That's dametalk and the number four at gmail.com. To learn more about us and these topics, check out our website at dametalkpodcast.com. You can also find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at dametalkpodcast. Thanks for listening. This is Dame Talk. We don't know everything, but we know enough.